This is a part of the Aggie Radio Show Network. Hi, I'm Caleb Price, and you're listening to Relatable Thoughts. Did you know that what goes on in your mind is the reason for everything you experience in life? For your anxiety, for the money you make, your major, your relationships, reaching your goals, even the feelings you feel. So why is no one talking about it? As a college student, a Latter-day Saint, and a certified life coach, I'm speaking up and talking about our thoughts and teaching you how to manage your mind. Because the secret is, you aren't alone in what you think. Your thoughts are totally relatable. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Relatable Thoughts. You're listening to episode 55 of the podcast, and um, we're probably going to be back from spring break by now, and I haven't even left on spring break, and I am so excited for it. So hopefully I can give you some excitement still <laughs> from after spring break, even though I know it's probably going to be really hard because I am so, 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 so ready for this break. My friends and I were going down to Texas and I'm just ready to kind of like take a break from everything, but I need to get these episodes done before because I want to give you the content you need and because you deserve it. And also I love you guys and I love myself and I love what I'm doing here anyway. um, But I just recognize it's probably going to be hard. Probably need some motivation, probably need some help. And hopefully I can continue to give that. So if you need any motivation, I mean, I sent out a weekly email, described Monday motivation, that might help. You can sign up for it um, in the link below uh, in your show notes or whatever, or just go to my website. But today, I want to talk about something special. Um, and by special, I guess, um, something different. Um, most people know that, you know, I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, um, or I'm a Christian. I believe in Jesus Christ. And so today, I'm don't want to center and like negate other people. Um, so, you know, if you're not religious or anything like that's totally fine. I welcome you into this conversation anyway. If you are, maybe you don't, I mean, if you don't want to be here, then that's fine. You maybe go on to the next episode or something like that. But I, I promise you this, there's something here for you because today I'm approaching a topic that I've kind of been pondering about for a couple, I am more like a month, basically in terms of the idea of religious questions. We talk about having questions in, you know, religion quite a bit more than I think they used to um, back in the day because I think people were kind of afraid of it. You know, you know, the idea of questioning God or like questioning authority like doesn't, I don't know, it doesn't really sit too well when it comes to religion, something like that serious, like because we treat it so seriously. Yet the reason for its seriousness is only because we're thinking about it like that. We're only thinking we shouldn't be asking questions, which creates this drama that we sometimes experience either, you know, in the Church of Jesus Christ, Latter-day Saints, or really in any religion, which more often than not doesn't actually lead to the solution which we want, which is we want clarity. We want clarity and we want, we want peace around it. Yet when we kind of push and reject ourselves for having these kinds of questions, we ultimately only drive ourselves away from getting this kind of clarity. And also we probably drive ourselves away from the religion itself, which I don't think that's really what any of us necessarily want. Now, if that's what you want, then that's okay. I think you should just acknowledge that deep down inside when it comes to 
you know, religion and everything, your beliefs. You don't have to hide. You don't have to people please about it. But when it comes to honest questions, I think we should be asking ourselves more of that. So why are people afraid of it? Well, I think people are afraid of these big questions because they're afraid of what it might mean. So they're afraid of asking these questions or they have these kinds of questions because they're afraid of what the answers are, basically. It's kind of like, since we're having a religious conversation in terms of religious example, um, you know, like there are some times when you pray to know an answer, yet sometimes you're still kind of like, well, I don't really want to know the answer because then that means I have to do something about it. And we don't want to do something about it, I guess. Or like, we don't necessarily want to experience something like that. So like, you know, when Jonah was like, what should I do, God? Because he's a prophet. And he's like, go to Nineveh. And he's like, don't really want to do that. So see ya. And he ran away. So sometimes we're afraid of questions because we're afraid of what answers might come or what we have to do in order to get the thing we want. Yet, it's my belief from the scriptures and from like the things I've experienced in the world personally is that God or whatever you, you know, believe in basically in terms of the universe, but I'm going to focus on God. God wants you to ask questions. God wants you to ask questions. He literally has several scriptures saying like, ask me anything basically. Like in order to get answers, you need to knock. And that means talking to me because he wants to talk to us because <laughs> he's our only father. He wants to talk to us. He wants to have an honest conversation with us. He wants to know everything because he already does. He already knows everything that's going on inside our heart. So if we're wrestling with something, whether it's a question about doctrine, whether it's just a question about practicing religion, whether it's a question, even if outside of religious questions, let's just jump outside of it. Even if it's questions that regard to what you are studying in school, um, your marriage in the future, your dating relationship right now, the job that you want in the future, um, where you're going to go for grad school. I could just list off th thousands of things, basically thousands of questions that he wants to have heard from you basically because he already knows them so what happens from hearing them is that you can actually begin to get answers or you can at least exercise your faith and recognize that questions are a good thing that's the biggest thing that i want to drive with this kind of quick conversation about religious questions is that questions are a good thing if you question something you should value that a lot of people might tell you that you shouldn't question certain things. And I think they're coming from a good place because they probably have seen and experienced with other people what uh, quote unquote doubt can do to a person in terms of like feeding that and like amplifying that. And so sometimes we, we relate questions to like, oh my gosh, you're doubting or blah, blah, blah. We make it a big deal, which, whoa, it's not. It's not related at all. And even then, doubts are not a bad thing either. Honestly, they're not. Having that kind of feeling is totally fine because it often leads to more revelation, more insight, a better testimony of things because it pushes us to desire more for ourselves. It's in fact saying that we shouldn't be experiencing doubt and question. That drives us towards, well, then I don't want to be feeling a part of this religion because we're denying what our soul is feeling basically at that moment. Now, of course, there are going to be moments where muffin head's going to jump in there. Your brain is going to offer you certain thoughts like, well, what if this, or what if this, what if everything you thought, you know, isn't actually true? Or what if this is all being made up or what if something's happening here? Recognize one, your thoughts are not yourself. 
So you get to decide which ones you want to keep. But sometimes there are thoughts that are kind of deeper down and more personal that you need to confront, basically. And by confront, I don't mean like bad or like conflict. Oh, I mean, conflict is fine, too. But like by confront, all I mean is like to acknowledge it. Acknowledge the question. You should honestly acknowledge if you have questions when it comes to like your place and fitting in the in you know, any religion, any faith, basically, your relationship with God. What is it looking like? Is it the way that you want it to look like? Or your question and about certain, I don't know, like aspects of your religion, basically. I don't know. I you can go on and on, basically. Like, because I just see lots of people questioning about, you know, if I belong or questioning their testimony um, on certain points of doctrine or history and um, commandments even. And but they often it feels like a battle because they feel like, well, I shouldn't be feeling this, but I can't help but feeling like this. I shouldn't be feeling like this, but like, I just am feeling like this. And, and just like to cut it out, cut out all, not nonsense. I won't say nonsense. That's the first thing that came to my mind. But what I mean is like cutting out all this drama around it. It's just a question. Questions are in fact a great thing. I mean, we value questions in scientific method. We value questions um, in our well, we don't necessarily value questions necessarily because we feel like everyone should know everything, and so sometimes we feel isolated because we're like, "Well, I don't know this, or I don't know that, or I don't feel confident about this." And especially in a religious environment where people are constantly kind of proclaiming, "I feel this, I know this," it can seem daunting then, because then you start thinking, "Well, oh shoot, what's wrong with me? I'm comparing myself to this other person over there. They know it. Why don't I know it?" Well, it's because your relationship with God is different than everyone else's. It's because yours is individual. It's a relationship. It's individual. And also your progression, your faith, that kind of relationship, your perception about the world, totally unique to you. Therefore, of course, you have different questions. You're raised differently. You have different thoughts and belief systems as of right now. And also your soul is entirely different. Therefore, you have to encounter different things. The reason why acknowledging questions is so important, though, is this, I, this conversation about potential. I've been really pondering about, like, desires and our souls and, like, what does that really even mean, basically? What I've really recently attributed is that as I've looked at my life and kind of denying myself certain, like, allowing myself to feel certain ways, like, angry or depressed or, like, um, emotional in certain aspects of my life, I found that I feel worse because I'm denying myself from really letting myself be free from that. It's sort of like, um, this isn't necessarily related, but there's the parable of the talents in that the person that hides his talents gets it automatically, gets it ripped away from him, basically. So if we hide like our emotions or how we feel about a certain thing, it's eventually going to get taken away from us. We'll become apathetic or we become lethargic to it it, it kind of drains us of our energy because we're not acting out on this desire of our hearts, basically. And it's okay that it's a question. Again, reiterating, it's okay to have questions and to not think that you're a bad person for having them as well. Now, I don't know who needs to hear this. You probably need to send it to someone um, or we need to have a conversation with someone. I don't know. Like You probably have a friend that's struggling. Maybe you don't have questions about religion but you have someone else who is the best thing that i believe you can do is just to be there for them just to be there like they're going to be dealing with it themselves and being that place of acceptance because a lot of times people aren't their own place of acceptance they rely on other people 
relying on other people is totally fine for the moment, but asking them to recognize and tell themselves that it's okay to be having this question. It's okay because sometimes questions are just going to be there. Like I have lots of questions about how the universe works basically um, and how, what this all means and even like religious stuff. But at the same time, I don't let it mean anything about my faith. I don't let it mean anything about my relationship with God. Sure, there's things that I still want to work on. I'm not a perfect person by any means. We're not supposed to be. We're supposed to have questions and we're supposed to also at the same time exercise our thoughts in terms of faith. It doesn't mean we have to stop doing the things that we also know to be true. Now, of course, if you're questioning it, um, I still think a good practice is still trying it even if you are thinking about it. But at the same time, even if you distance yourself from it, it doesn't mean you need to distance yourself necessarily from God or especially the people that love you around you um, or distance yourself from, you know, the conflict itself because like it doesn't have to mean anything against you and it doesn't have to mean any shame. Obviously people might judge you, but you don't know that. It's all in your head, basically, whether people are judging you or not. Even if they openly tell you, you're still like, well, I can choose to think about it in maybe a kinder manner. Or maybe just recognizing that it doesn't matter necessarily what other people think. Of course, that's a hard thought to overcome, but it doesn't matter. What matters is what we think of ourselves. That's going to supply the good feelings we're looking for. And the second point that I want to drive home and just reiterate and talk about a little bit is this idea of mistakes. And how, you know, a lot of times we use these questions to define ourselves. We also use mistakes to define ourselves. I did this a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. And I still do it a lot. (laughs) It just happens. Because as human beings, we, especially those that are faithful and believing in God or some entity or some higher moral code, basically, and going against that perception of ourselves, we treat ourselves badly for it. We believe that punishment is the way to fix it basically it's this is the way to fix the problem and i don't agree with that anymore especially because i was just fueling myself with a bunch of shame a bunch of regret a bunch of guilt and not the good kind of guilt like obviously guilt is a fine emotion honestly it's more shame that we should be distancing ourselves from guilt is okay because it's this idea of like oh like i didn't do the thing that i wanted to okay next time i can do better feel a little guilt But next time, there's always a next time. It's always looking forward to, and also, it's always looking forward. And it's also looking at ourselves and recognizing we are not bad for making that mistake. We are not bad for any of the mistakes we do. Because one, mistakes are perception. A lot of people, you know, if you watch an R-rated movie, some people might be like, oh my gosh, sin. And another person's like, that's a great movie. (laughs) Or, you know, like it, it totally depends on perception. Now, obviously there's truth and God has established, you know, commandments and whatnot, but it's still your perception on those commandments, how you feel about them, what you believe about them. And so it's still your own individual relationship, even if you're dealing with truth. And so you have relative view on absolute truth still. That's just the way things are as human beings. And so you have a relative definition on what a mistake is in all these kinds of aspects of your life. But the universal definition that I want you to put or that I am desiring to put on mistakes for myself is that they don't make me a bad person. I'm still just a you know, child of God, basically. 
I still get to make choices. That's the gift that I have been given in life from Jesus Christ. That's what I believe. It's the gift that each and every one of you have been given according to your own beliefs, basically. It's that you have the opportunity to choose again. You have the opportunity to not let this thing define you. And by define you, I mean you can think, well, I made this mistake. Well, I'm just going to keep making it. Or I made this mistake. I'm a terrible person. Or I made this mistake like I shouldn't have. These are all definitions that we're giving ourselves. We should think we're better people when, in fact, thinking that we should be better people is only driving us to become worse people. It is. In terms of worse people, in terms of, like, we continue to just indulge in, like, certain things, sins, I guess, even, that we don't want to, or mistakes. Um, Or we are so consumed with perfectionism that we forget to acknowledge that we are not the ones that are perfect and we are not the ones who can like atone for ourselves to make the sacrifice for ourselves. We can't work our way to heaven. It's done by grace. Um, Obviously we want to become like Christ, but it's, we don't get to there because of our actions. It's because we choose to follow him, but it's only because of him that we are actually able to get there. I don't know. I didn't want this to turn into this whole religious discussion. I love talking about this, honestly. And I could keep going on. And maybe if you really like this, like leave a comment, leave a review that, hey, I love this part of the religious part. Um, or DM me and be like, I really needed this. Let me know because I need, I, I just want to know, basically. If this is sort of aspects of like that you want to hear about. It's not going to be everything that I talk about, but I, I want to talk about it a little bit more. But I also want to know that I don't want it to be something that like seems weird, I guess, or not useful to yourself. I think it's useful though. Anyway, I just want to close and say that your relationship with God or relationship with religion is entirely made up in your mind. You get to decide what it's like. You get to decide how it makes you feel entirely because of what you're thinking about it. So kind of going back, hey, fundamentals episode, hopefully you listen to it. Um, what are your thoughts and feelings about it? Write down your thoughts. If you're struggling with like a commandment or if you're struggling with a question or if you're struggling with people in church or if you're struggling with whether you should leave the church or, you know, Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints or whatever religion that you worship in or you're just like, I'm sick of (laughs) all this talk of spirituality or I want more spirituality. Let's discover what your beliefs are about it and see if those are things that you actually want or if they've been put there by someone else and you've let it simmer and just sit there basically affecting your worldview around you Uh, basically the goggles that you perceive life through basically do you have a blue lens filter on it do you have a red lens filter on it are you seeing it clearly all of us are never seeing the picture clearly it's entirely influenced by our beliefs but we can begin to peel back some of the dirt, some of the grime by writing down what are my thoughts about blank and especially not making it mean anything bad that we have questions, that we have religious questions, that we sometimes doubt. It is also perfectly acceptable to doubt. That is part of opposition is to doubt, is to fear is to be worried, is to be hopeless even. I talked with a friend and he's like, well, I guess I shouldn't be hopeless because like I have hope in Christ basically. And it was like, well, yeah, but that doesn't mean you can't be hopeless. Like, yes, Christ has offered this hope, but that doesn't mean you're never going to feel hopeless. It doesn't mean you're never going to feel grief. That gift is there because 
you do are going to have those feelings that you might need to rely on that at that moment, or you're just going to be a human being and experience complete opposition because even Jesus Christ felt hopeless. Even he probably felt some anxiety, I'd imagine, some fear, some doubt. Yet he was able to persevere because he believed in himself, I think, most of all. And that's the gift that you can offer each and every one of yourselves when it comes to your faith or just deep down to coming to yourself, you can believe in yourself. You can believe that just because you have a question doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you. Just because you have a question doesn't mean you have to leave the thing that you love. A question only acknowledges that you desire more information. A question only acknowledges that you have a thought about something and are curious, or that's what we can make it mean at least. A question does not have to mean that something is wrong with us. And a question does not mean that we have to leave. So thank you, my friends. I hope you got something great out of this episode. Share it with a friend, please, because this is an episode that, you know, I kind of treasure. I've been saving this one for a little bit because I wanted to give it the best I could. Hopefully this was the best that I could, you know, B minus effort. That's all I need is a B minus is getting the conversation started about questions in religion, about your faith, about acknowledging that you are capable of changing how you believe about anything, even when it comes to something as significant in your life as faith, as about God, as about your relationship with Christ and your relationship with whatever religious figure that you believe um, in or authority or even the fact that you don't. That's totally okay. You are more than okay. You, in fact, have 100% worth. I just need to reiterate this because we don't say it enough that you are completely loved by either the universe, by God, by someone in your life, and you just don't know it or you're just not feeling it right now because you're not believing in yourself. And don't forget that if you're struggling with any of these emotions and you want greater help, you want a great transformation when it comes to any of these negative things that you think about yourself or your own questions, what you doubt, just as a special reminder that my new program, Break Up With Anxiety, is coming out and you all should think seriously about signing up for it because honestly, it'll provide the greatest transformation in getting you the confidence you desire in life. There is a future version of yourself out there, I know it, that you think about in terms of, I don't know, let's just say like in six months, in six weeks, in a year, something like that. Imagine that person right now. What is that person feeling? Is that person, what are they doing that's successful that you desire basically in life? What is that thing you want to achieve? Or what is it that you don't want to feel so much that in terms of anxiety, in terms of depression, in terms of procrastination and overwhelm, what is the thing that you want fixed? And I can show you how, how to break up with your anxiety surrounding that issue, to break up with the judgment that and shame that you feel around this and create and establish a healthy relationship going back to the fundamentals when it comes to our thoughts and emotions. As a certified life coach, I can truly help you achieve that transformation that you desire for yourself to be at that future level of yourself that you want that is so possible for you. You just need to believe in it. And I will take you there in my program, Break Up With Anxiety. Learn more in the link in bio. So go believe in yourself. Go give yourself some love and don't make yourself wrong for having these questions. Thank you and good night. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you want to personally see how what I talk about can change your life forever, 
Sign up for your free coaching call today. This episode was sponsored by My Belief in Christ. Please let me know if you want more episodes like this centered more on religion or less. I just want to hear from you. And special shout out to Preston Gunnell for signing up for a free coaching session to help with his negative self-talk and acknowledging his true self-worth. And to everyone, keep it spicy.